0: Welcome back to DQP Does Drafty Quarters Podcast Network movie review show where we with me this evening is my co-host Russell. We also have Dave.
1: Sorry. Sorry for that. Your ears are broke.
0: We are are continuing our our, our January tribute to Nick Cage with the movie Mandy from 2018. It's not rated. Two
1: hours (laughs) and one minute. Hey, Shane. Knock, knock. Who's there? Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada who? Eric Estrada from Chips that's a joke from the movie yeah it is <laughs> thanks uh,
0: so if you haven't seen Mandy you should go watch it it's fucking crazy yep. yeah stop listening to <laughs> stop this. listening Um, and go go watch it now that you've watched it gonna do a re- recap here uh, good luck I, I'm gonna like gloss over some things I think um, Basically A lumberjack Played by Nick Cage Nick Cage uh, uh, Sorry It's about what he sounded like for the first half of the movie Sort of it's true. <laughs> the movie is very quiet Yeah the dialogue was Pissing me off Yeah um, but, uh, he's a lumberjack who comes home to his wife, um, and it shows their life together in, I'm assuming, like, Pacific Northwest. Does it say?
1: I don't think it says. It
0: says, like, the Shadow Mountain or something. Yeah. Is where it happens. Um, it seems Pacific Northwesty. Uh... Either that or Appalachiany, one of the uh, one or the other. I think it's more Pacific Northwest-ish, but I don't know. It could be neither, because
2: <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll get I to was that. Like, hold on, we'll get to that.
0: We'll get to that. <laughs> Pacific Northwest <laughs> of what? Of where? <laughs> yeah, of where? Uh, so uh, he comes home, and it shows their life together. Um, it also shows like. Some, some, it shows instead of tells, which I thought was really cool. Some details about their lives. Like, she's obviously had some kind of abuse and, like, uh, like physical harm come upon her. Yeah. Um, whether it was through that abuse or not, you're not, you don't know. Um, and he is obviously like a recovering alcoholic. Um, and, uh, they're kind of like really good for each other. um, And they're just like a happy couple. Like actually like really happy. Yeah. No arguing. No, like they're not shown to have any kind of problem whatsoever with each other. Problems yeah. with the outside, maybe, but right. not
2: with each other. Yeah. They are each other's comfort zone. Yes. Like it's kind of sweet.
0: Yeah. And then um, she has a couple weird interactions. Uh one while she's walking um down the street down the road, like the country road by their house. Uh a van passes by and one of the DAs from Law and Order sees her and is yeah. Um well he's on vacation from being a DA in New York. And uh that <laughs> tracks. Yeah. And oh it's also supposed to be nineteen eighty three. Um, so then, uh, she also has a weird interaction with, uh, a weird old lady that's not that old, but has like completely silver hair. She's old, but not like 80s. She's like 50s, maybe late 40s, 50s, yeah. somewhere in there, but has like completely silver hair. Um, And, uh, I guess, uh, God damn it. What's his name? Jeremiah. Jeremiah is the guy that's played by, uh, Linus Roach, uh, who was one of the DAs in a bunch of law and order stuff. Um, but, uh, he decides that he wants her Mandy, uh, that he's going to have her. And he's like a cult leader. Yep. And uh,
1: so. Children of the New Dawn.
0: Yeah. So he sends his, uh, his guy, uh, Brother Swan, after, after her. And he takes some of their other guys. Uh, and they go and recruit some demon bikers. <laughs> the Black Skulls. With the Horn of Abraxas. With the Horn of Abraxas. Yeah, no, dude. We're already, already wild. Okay, it's pretty cool though. Uh,
2: the, the first time I watched it, what I was like, I was like, this movie's probably gonna get weird. Yeah, and then he's like, "Do you have the Horn of Abraxis?" And I was <laughs> like, "Oh fuck, this movie's gonna get like weird, weird." <laughs> and you're like, ha. The horn of
0: a <laughs> What the fuck? And
2: he pulls out like a flute. <laughs> it looks like the. It's like an Okina. Yeah, it's like an Okina. Yeah. Like uh,
0: yeah, and he's like he like plays it in the woods, and a bunch of demon <laughs> bikers show up. They do. <laughs> That's not Link. Yeah, and they're like these bad guy cultists are terrified of them. And they offer them a jar of something, and one of them drinks it and he's like Blood
2: for blood.
1: That's a pretty good impression. And they're like,
0: Yeah, well, we'll give you some more blood, but later. Okay. <laughs> I like blood, just so you know. Yeah, give me blood. Um It's like a voice altered Batman.
1: Uh but anyway. <laughs> I'm blood man.
0: I'm blood man. <laughs> Let's go, Waikou Blood Man. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> so then they, they go and they show up at their house. Uh, and uh, they uh, knock uh, Red out, who's Nick Nick Cage's character's name is Red. They knock Red out and tie him up with barbed wire. Um, it's pretty brutal. Yeah. So th- that's kind of important. Like that—that he's tied up with barbed wire because I read some. I re, I went and read some stuff because I was like interested in how other people interpreted this movie. Yeah, and I f- definitely felt a similar way about his character. Um, but like a kind of a crown of thornsy. Um, mm-hmm. but anyway. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so they Another take thing that happens later. Yeah, yeah. So they take her, and they like drug her with some LSD you think and a wasp
1: yeah and we're not sure venom. what the
0: wasp is supposed to do yeah I don't, well i don't think it's like a regular wasp well i mean it's like the size of a murder hornet yeah it's a cult wasp yeah to wasp this <laughs> it's, that's been it's a like cult. it's some magic shit yeah uh so uh And then they, like, present her to Jeremiah, and Jeremiah is basically... This is the part that fucking had me dying. Because Jeremiah, like, explains his backstory, and he's basically (laughs) like, I'm a failed musician, and it destroyed my ego, so I had... I went into hiding until I had a psychosis of talking to God, and God told me to take everything that I wanted from the land. <coughs>
1: Charles Manson. <coughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what a bitch.
0: <laughs> so, like, he has this huge monologue, and, like, and Mandy is, like, just tied to a chair, tripping balls, and she's like, okay, and then he's like uh, i've been with many women trying to trump himself up and uh but you're special i could tell that you're special and i'm special let's be special together and then he he undoes his belt on his robe and pulls his robe out and we get to look at his dick <laughs> for a while a long while like at least a full minute looking at his dick uh <laughs> And I'm just like, I'm not trying to look at your dick for that long, bro. Like, what the fuck? Change the angle or something. And It's just one shot. It's just one steady shot. And it's just like him with his dick out or like the back of somebody else's head. And it's just like there's nothing to look at <laughs> let give me something else to look at nope. on this in this shot you Please, looking at that you,
2: you, you, you
0: could have looked him in the eyes <laughs> I didn't want to look him in the eyes either because he's fucking weird no nope. and he's, he's like looking at he's, that like, one he's like sticking his dick out he's like fucking leaning back and being like look at how impressive my limp dick is uh I think it's the wrong show to talk about dicks. We got to get all the dick talk in in this ep- in this because we didn't talk about it in the weekly last week.
2: Everyone was so proud of us. I know, <laughs> and we let you down. Come again. to this show.
0: We're to talk about all the dick in this episode.
2: Uh, you can't see us blush. Yeah, uh, uh, so. you can feel it. <laughs>
0: uh, so, and she so Mandy's sitting there, and he had put on a record of of his his music. Talking and the, and the music is like, if you listen, you can hear the lyrics. It's literally talking about how awesome Jeremiah is. Yeah. It's also on Spotify. Is it really? Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, and uh, so she's like, so uh, she's like fucking tripping balls. Like she's high as fuck. She's like, so this is this this music. This is you. You did this. And he's like, yeah. She's like, and you're singing about you? He's like, yeah. (laughs) And she just fucking dies laughing. And I was like, yeah,
1: Mandy! Fuck this guy!
0: (laughs) And she's just fucking losing it. And he loses his fucking shit. Because of course he does. He's just like... I'm a bad motherfucker and I'm a cult leader. And I got all this ego and like charisma and you're drunk or fucking high. I'm going to (laughs) take advantage of you like a motherfucker. And she's like, she laughs at his terrible music and limp dick and it shatters, (laughs) shatters his ego. And he loses his mind. He's yelling at her. He's yelling at the other cultists. Yelling at his dick. Yelling at his his dick. He's also tripping balls. He's like, he's like trying to, look, at first, he's like trying to angrily masturbate so that he gets hard so he can like rape her or something, but he can't get it up because his ego was just annihilated. (laughs) It's dust. So if he can't do that If he can't get what he wants And then if he can't get the next best thing Then he's gonna kill her Yeah Because she's a terrible worthless whore With no soul Even though like five minutes ago He's like you're special and I'm special And we're gonna fuck Yeah Because she blew up his ego (laughs) Yep
1: it's gone it's
0: gone so he decides that they're going to kill her and they're going to do it in spectacular fashion in front of red uh, so they put her in a, like a a super shitty uh sleeping bag
2: <laughs> like a burlap sack
0: <laughs> yeah and like uh hang her in the sack like by rope and pulley. Which I, that was interesting too. I was like, how they, they just like throw the rope over a tree branch and it held? Okay. Uh it could happen. It could happen. Sure. Um and somebody like tosses like a can of gasoline on her and then they light it and that it's not how gasoline burns, but that's a normal movie thing. Um I guess it could have been kerosene, but it still should have they put a whole fucking can on there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it should have went like floof. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, no floof. It no. was like a very slow burn. Yeah.
1: The movie was kind Which of a
2: totally kind of slow burn in, in, Yeah, yeah and, intentional. Intentional of the <clears throat> spacing of the movie.
0: Yeah. So uh Red gets to watch Mandy burn to death in front of him and then they leave him alive? Oh, they stab him. Yeah. They yeah. They stab him. They stab him in the left side. Yep, with with a with a very special dagger, special dagger that looks like the head of a spear. (laughs) Yep. Um. Huh. Weird. It's kind of weird to be that ironic as a bunch of like pseudo Christian cultists. Like (laughs) you, you would think that your enemy, you wouldn't like bind in a way. And try to kill in a way similar to
2: the son of your god. Yeah, is Nicholas Cage Jesus? But he also, well, he also like leans in close, and he's I don't re- fuck I don't remember exactly what he says, but he says something like he's like you know where Jesus fucked up and yeah he talks shit about Jesus yeah and I was like what the
0: fuck this is real weird for like a a guy that
2: uses christianity as part of his cult doctrine like yeah yeah so i I sort of have a theory on that i mean okay. i think i think basically like I, I think it's left interpretation on like which side of the bible they're on but i mm. think they're supposed to be like a satanic cult like not necessarily i don't know whatever but so i think that's why i think that's why they do the things to him the way they do them is like so, like more of like a vindictive like well your your side of this God, yeah, was punished in this way, so we're gonna punish you in this way, okay, you know what I mean, sure, um, but he lives, he lives through it uh he
0: he wakes up uh after they leave and uh frees himself from his binds, and uh Mandy is ash now, um. And he grieves uh for a second before he like goes into the house in like a stupor and just like collapses into bed and falls asleep, yeah, and he has a nightmare, an animated nightmare, yeah uh, and wakes up, and this is the point where like it kind of drives home the the recovering alcoholic bit because the only thing you had before was. That uh, he refused a drink from a coworker on the heli- helicopter coming out from when they where they were working at. Yeah. Um. But in this scene, he goes into the bathroom, and in the bottom drawer that's partially blocked by a the the vanity of the with the sink in it. it on like hidden behind all the towels is a whole bottle of vodka. Emergency bottle of vodka. Emergency bottle of vodka for a recovering alcoholic. That's one hundred percent what that is. <laughs> right? Uh huh. Uh, and he proceeds to drink all of it and lose his fucking mind. Yeah, because he is not holding on anymore. <laughs> He's not too tired to lose his shit anymore. He's not sober to hold on to not losing his shit anymore he
2: just loses his shit yeah he's done
0: yeah he's done um so then he uh marches out of the house like the next day basically and goes to a friend's what he first watched the cheddar goblin oh he watches the cheddar goblin (laughs) and he's like I don't what the fuck. This is just a random weird thing yeah. in in this in the show. I got
1: a fun fact about that.
0: Okay. Uh I watched like the whole ad at one point. Did you? Yeah, I was like what is this? I, I didn't know that it was from this. I just like somebody was like the cheddar goblin and I was like what the fuck is the cheddar goblin and and like somebody linked the ad on YouTube and I was like what the fuck? This had to have aired on fucking uh, Adult Swim at like 3 a.m. one night, but that's not what it's from. It's from this. Um. So he goes to uh, the guy from Predator's house, Bill uh, Duke. Yeah, Bill Duke. <laughs>
1: uh,
0: what the fuck? Great cameo, Crowthers. Yeah, Crowthers. Yeah. Um, and he gets his. Uh... Isn't the fucking crossbow named Predator? No, it's the Reaper. Oh, the Reaper. Yeah, the Reaper. Okay. Uh so he gets the crossbow and he has some special arrow or bolts that he made himself that he gives him. Cuts through bone. Yeah. Like butter or something.
2: Uh <laughs> yeah, I, like, I fucking
0: Whoa. love Ben. <laughs> what the fuck is she? I love that dude anyways. <laughs> 80s action movie. Fucking shit is this. Um it's pretty great. So He's like, what are you hunting? And he's like, he, I don't remember what he said. Jesus freaks. No, he said something else first. Oh. Uh, ah, Fuck, what did he say? I don't remember what he says first. He says, like, I'm hunting something that, that didn't sound like he was going after people.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I think he just says, I'm going hunting.
0: Oh, yeah. And then he's like, what he do you need it for? Asks, I'm going hunting. And he's like, what are you hunting? And he's like, Jesus freaks. And yeah. he's like, uh, okay. Yeah. And then he explains what happened yeah only like in like five words
2: yeah uh, he is a man of few words yeah in this movie. it's
0: fucking great I love it that he doesn't talk like hardly at all he just yells uh, he's basically like they burned her they burned her alive in front of me and then he explains that it was the bikers and uh, Duke knows who the bikers are and a general idea of where to find them Uh, so then, apparently, Red is also, like, a master smith. Uh, then he goes and
2: makes a giant axe after he talks to Bill. There's something earlier in the conversation with him and Mandy. There's a, there's, like, one thing that she says that you could, and I don't remember what she says. And about him like making shit uh yeah about him being a craftsman of some okay. sort so there there's a there's that. a small piece of dialogue it's like it's like two or three words i think yeah. she literally says something like well, i mean you are a craftsman but they're talking i don't know what they're talking about i don't hmm. know what they're talking about
0: so he makes like this fucking uh boris vallejo axe uh or frank Frechette of axe one or the other <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, he makes
2: this awesome axe. It's that... it's,
0: it's like a fucking uh <laughs> like eighties power metal album barbarian axe. I must spoil it right now. What? It's inspired by the Celtic Frost logo. Okay, there you go. Uh, Fuck yeah! So he makes the Celtic Frost logo <laughs> only as an axe, uh, <laughs> and um. Which I mean, like that's the whole movie has like that, that yeah. kind of stuff as an inspiration for the like the look of it and everything. Yeah, um, Mandy's wearing a lot of like metal t shirts. Yeah, and, she wears mm-hmm. a ton of metal t shirts. Uh, the opening song is a uh, King Diamond song, King Crimson, yeah. Crimson, King Crimson song. Mm-hmm. Um. Um. So he he takes his axe and he takes his uh uh his crossbow and his dope bronco and it was a dope bronco yeah was drives it out and uh finds a place to camp and, <laughs> and watches the road and uh he shoots one of the bikers that they drive by he shoots the last one in line and uh he falls off his bike and Red goes to like run him over and for some reason when he hits this dude it flips his fucking Bronco <laughs> and he gets knocked <laughs> unconscious. So he gets captured by the by the the Demon Bikers, Black Skulls, the Black Skulls. Uh and he wakes up in it it ends up looking like a trailer but like the part that he's in looks like uh Maybe part of a shop, like a, a auto shop. Yeah. Cause it's like got a pit underneath him and he's on like steel grating. Yeah. Um and uh one of them it looks like like a weird gimp with a baby doll mask like embedded into their face. Uh <laughs> that's the best is description. like the one that's like watching over him. And uh so he eventually like gets out and fucking kills them. Uh, and he goes into the next room and, uh, there's one, he finds like some dead bodies that look like they were fucked to death. This is just like a dude and a lady that are just like, there's blood all over their ass or genital areas. Yeah. Um, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so he goes into the next room and there's a demon biker watching porn on the tube TV and it shows you it has, it has the dick from seven. Yeah. Uh, Oh shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And you're like, Oh no. Uh, so he tries to sneak up on him and he's paying, either paying no attention to the porn he's watching or all the attention to the porn he's watching. I don't know. It's kind of <laughs> like, uh, like the magic eye things when you're like, if you're looking at a TV and like spacing out, sometimes you can see all the reflections overlaid over whatever you're watching. Yeah. Um, and then you can't get them to go away. Yep. Like you're like, I'm going to start focusing on this and like, it won't go away. um, He sees Red in the reflection, so he, like, tries to get Red, and they wrestle, and then he tries to fuck Red with the seven dick, uh, and it just, like, sticks in the floor. So then Red had a, uh, a fucking utility knife, and he, like, slits the dude's throat with it and bathes himself in his blood. Yeah. Uh, so Red gets up, and he's got, uh, oh, and there's a dude with a shotgun shows up.
1: Yep. Oh, then.
2: When he's downstairs, when he's tied up downstairs, uh, well, there's that guy, but he has a, they put a nail in his hand. They put a nail in his hand. Yes. Yeah. And then they cut his shirt. Yeah.
0: (laughs) He cuts his shirt. Uh, So then uh, the guy comes back with a shotgun and tries to kill him because apparently he didn't kill that guy because I think it's the same
2: guy. Yeah. I think he has a very similar outfit on. Well,
0: because of what he says to him too. Yeah. Uh, so he like wrestles with this guy and then he just like snaps his neck like a fucking kung fu movie. Even <laughs> yes. with like the crazed look in his eye and everything. He makes the face and everything. Yeah, and he's just like,
1: You ripped my shirt! <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I forgot about that. That was my favorite shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love this movie. 10 out of Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> uh, so then he, he like, gathers up his shit, and, like, he's got, like, some body, he's got some, like, biker body armor on and stuff, and he's looking around, seeing if he can find anything else of use. Uh, he finds some trips, puts them in a bag, and then he finds this jar of gray shit, and one of the things that Duke told him about the bikers was that they worked with this guy that made LSD, and they were, like, running it for him, And then they like crossed him or he like got sick of them cause they were like stealing his shit. So he made a bad batch and gave it to him to transport and they took it and it like fucked them up, like ruined their lives. Yeah. And, um, so he's like, what the fuck is this? And he smells it and then he tastes it. He like puts a little bit on his finger and he tastes it and it literally blows his mind. Yep. Yep. He he like fucking uh uh Raiders of the Lost Ark clay f- animation face, melt. m- face melted off. Um and then like he's like way crazier the rest of the movie. Uh so then he goes after the guy outside that's standing by a burning car. Uh he shoots him with a crossbow and it doesn't kill him. He just like pulls it through. Yeah. So then he goes and fights him and this guy has what is what does that guy have? He has like a knife or something. Or like a little short sword thing.
1: I think it's like a knife.
0: Like a big knife. So Red's using his axe and this guy's using his knife and they fight for a while and then eventually he like kills him. He kills that guy too. Uh But he couldn't he couldn't talk to any of these guys cuz they they weren't you know, talkers. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So he's got to find some way to find these cultists. So he goes after the LSD guy. Uh, The the chemist, I think. they Yeah, the chemist, who's played by Richard Brake. And if you watch any horror movies in like the last 10 years, at least, he's probably been in one of them. Yeah.
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: And that was a really interesting part because he like, Red just, like, walks in, and the chemist is, like, goes for a gun at first, and then he does it, and he, like, raises his hands, he, like, turns his music off, raises his hands, and turns around, all the lights come on, and he's, like, talking to Red, but Red isn't saying anything back, but it's like a conversation is happening. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... Because this guy's also out of his fucking mind. Yeah. (laughs) So the chemist like has a fucking tiger in a cage, Lizzie. and he like talks about the tiger, and then he lets it go because Red told him to let it go without saying anything. Uh, because first is like, if Lizzie is calm, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Yeah, and then he's like, you know what? You're right. I should. And then he opens the cage, and Lizzie like walks off, and then. Goodbye, Lizzie. And then he's like, oh, they did something to you. They wronged you, didn't they? Yeah. Okay. Well, they're this way. I don't know where exactly, but they're to the north. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, Red never says anything to the chemist. And the (laughs) chemist is like, yeah, man, cool. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. Oh, you want to know this? Yeah, they're that way. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yep. Like, what the fuck? So then he goes after them, and there's, like, some spectacular murders and battle chainsaw fight. There's a fucking chainsaw Dude. fight? Chainsaw, chainsaw fight, fight was dope. A big chainsaw versus a little chainsaw. Yeah. And then yeah. a switch. And a switch. Yeah. And somebody lands on top of a chainsaw, because that's how it goes. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then... um. Mother Marlene is super creepy when he goes into the church thing and goes down underground and she's like, I'm a fantastic lover. Uh, That's the song. You should look it up and listen to it. It's by Power Glove. Um, (laughs) Yes. But uh, so then he goes after Jeremiah and like you don't see him kill Marlene but he like walks into the chamber that Jeremiah's in, and just like throws her head at at his feet. Yep. And he like loses his shit because he's already losing his shit. He's he. I don't think he ever had his shit. He never had shit. No, it's just gone, and he's looking for it. Uh. And uh he at first tries to intimidate Red, and Red says nothing, and then. He like ends up on his knees and Red has his hand his head in his hands and then he offers to suck Red's dick and then he goes back to threatening Red and Red does say like one thing to him and he's like I'm your god now and his voice is fucking is like the biker's voices. Yeah. Yeah. Uh which is interesting. And then he crushes Jeremiah's head in his bare hands. (laughs) Yep. And then he burns the place down. And then he drives away in one of their cars. And while he's driving away, he has a hallucination. Maybe. You don't know. We're not sure what happens here. Don't know. Uh, Of Mandy being in the car with him. And also shows them first meeting. Uh, and then he continues to drive away and then it pans up. And for, we, for for the first time. For the first time really showing the sky when it's not nighttime. Yeah. Uh,
2: or, or like a ton of overcast. Yeah.
0: And the you can see multiple planets very close, and like the landscape is not of Earth. Uh, there's, like, multiple stars too close. Like, it's not Earth's skyline. Right. And that's the end of the movie. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Uh, after the credits, there's some, like, close-ups of some drawings and stuff. Yep. But, shutter cut off before I could see all that, so.
2: Oh. Mine let me finish. Oh. Yeah, same. <clears throat> well, goddamn it. It's basically just like a still shot of like there's a drawing of Nicolas Cage and like he looks awesome and behind him I think is a tiger. Yeah. And then there's like a couple other drawings and they're just like trippy like spaced out like to go with the theme of the the show like trippy spaced out.
0: I was trying to watch it and it was went from that shot to another shot but immediately cut off. Hmm. Because there's another frame. Oh. After that, mm.
2: that I don't know. I okay. never, I remember there being one, but I never not remember there okay. being like a second one. I don't know, so I don't. Know. But
0: yeah, so that's the movie. Uh, it's wild. It's super wild. Let's just talk about it as like critically as a movie first, and then yeah. we can talk about like weird theory shit. Yeah. Um. I think the acting is actually phenomenal in this movie. Oh, yeah. Agreed. I agree. Agreed. Um, uh, I hate Linus Roach now. <laughs> like, he did so well at being, like, a disgusting piece of shit. Yeah. Cult leader. In, like, every way. Like, the, like, weird creepy charisma parts and the like completely dusted ego parts and the end where he's like trying to be threatening and then just completely loses his shit and becomes this blubbering will do anything to live like piece of shit and then back and like that was all great um Nick Cage just like all of the acting through body language and facial expression yeah. instead yeah. of having a ton of dialogue mm-hmm. was awesome. Yep. When he did use his voice, it was great. Uh, I loved Mandy. Uh, the other cultists were great. Uh, Bill Duke is awesome.
1: Always awesome.
0: Uh, the chemists. Richard Bragg playing the chemist was like fucking weird as shit, but it was supposed to be, it was perfect. Yeah. Like all of the acting was fantastic. Uh, and I, so like, I've only watched this on shutter. I would love to get like a blu-ray of it and see if it looks better. Um, I know it, it is purposefully like grainy and shit. And it's supposed to look like a seventies kind of like, uh, like uh psychedelic kind of movie. Yeah. But I feel like uh shutter had some like streaming issues and it got some like digital artifacting, which made it not look as good as I think it should have. Yeah. So I'd like to watch it again on a format. That's not going to do that tape. Yeah. A tape would be cool. Watch it on VHS would be cool. Uh, but I'd like to watch it on Blu-ray. Just to make sure that everything looks as good as I think it's supposed to look. But right. streaming it on Shudder, there were a few points where it didn't look very good. But I think that was just the streaming. Um, which is not our internet. Because our internet is fucking ridiculous.
2: Yeah, everything I've seen on Shudder looks slightly worse Yeah, than any other streaming service. Which, like, Dave looks like he's about to take this personally. No. It's also, like, one of the cheapest ones. Yeah. 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 So, so, like, I, I don't know. I definitely think that's an issue. But the movie, the first time I watched it, it didn't look much better than watching it on Shutter this time. But okay. it did, it did look slightly better. So I think a yeah. Blu-ray it would look better. Well,
0: I think also like the streaming issues are not going to be consistent, right?
2: Yeah, they're not going to be.
1: Um, yeah, I can't talk about how good it looks because my internet is horrendous at times.
2: Yeah, everything's yeah. probably like pixelated for you sometimes well.
1: there's like i think that's nicholas cage's face oof i think that is guys can you give me some internet can i have internet <laughs> you getting? come here i would
0: love like, that's the only thing we love to get Can't. <laughs>
1: we're
2: gonna start a gofundme campaign so you can yeah. fucking get internet wired like broadband internet wired to your house oh my god <laughs> don't you so literally good. have to just like get it run across the street though
1: yeah, but they haven't come they haven't even come that far yet. Oh, they haven't gotten that far down your road yet. Oh okay. Uh-oh. They may
0: potentially
2: march. Mm. Yeah. Um I think the cinematography is great. Yeah, I think I think where the movie gets tripped up on like the way it looks sometimes is the the way they try to do the extra lighting. Like the yeah. weird lighting and the mood lighting stuff. Right. And like I think they tried not to use like, so the movie has a budget of $6 million. Mm-hmm. Um, so it should be mostly fine, but I think some of it was intentional because especially like the lack of lighting on the dark parts. Yeah. Cause it fits like the tone of the movie. So like, I don't, I don't like, I don't know. I mean, I also feel like it's
0: filmed like a seventies movie. Yeah. Just with like modern technology. So like, yeah modern cameras and stuff and like you could also go cheaper on some of the lighting stuff because you can use like leds and stuff yeah because like when they got the uh horn of abraxas out and the whatever the pale dagger or whatever they were calling the yeah uh they had like a handheld led flasher like strobe that they would hold over it when they first show them yeah um but yeah like I think that was all intentional to make it feel like a old movie because it kind of like reminds me of like a old, like 70s, 80s revenge porn movie.
2: Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Except for
0: like the complete
2: crazy weirdness. Did you guys catch that she says they're staying at Crystal Lake? Yes. (laughs) No, I didn't catch that. that? Yeah. Yeah. They live at
1: Crystal Lake. Oh, shit. Yep. That's where Jason lives. Yep. This movie, like, I don't know how to feel about this movie. I really like it. Yeah. I don't I can't tell you why I like it. I just fucking liked it. Dude, I love it. It's wacky as fuck though. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's what the part of its charm. Like,
2: it's fucking weird. It's it's tripped it's, out. It's Yeah, it's very entertaining. Um and I do really enjoy it. Uh, when I watched it the first time, this is my second time watching it. Mm. Um, I watched it the first time shortly after it came out because I was like, I gotta <sighs> fucking watch this. Um, it's but, also a Legion M movie. Yes, uh, that was how uh I knew about it. Uh, and then it had a decent marketing campaign, like right before the movie came out. Yeah, like the week before the movie came out. Um, but I kept getting, I was like, man, when's that movie coming out? I don't wanna watch it because I had bought shares of Legion M um and you I, I get like their newsletters and stuff so I kept seeing them talk about it and I was just like I was like fuck I want to watch this movie so then it came out and I watched it and I like really enjoyed it but the whole time I was like what the fuck and uh so it but it is very trippy and with like I feel like some of the cinematography could have been like better even with going with what they went for yeah. But I also think that, that this was more of, like, they weren't worried about anything. Like, they had an idea, they had a goal, they wanted to make this movie. The director's name is Panos Cosmatos, which I thought was an interesting name. Yeah. It's a very interesting name. Um, and this is only the second movie that he has directed, I believe. He was a, uh, so this is
0: interesting. He worked on Tombstone. Yeah, as a video assistant. Uh. And check this out. The director of Tombstone was
2: his father, George Cosmatos. Huh. Oh, that's interesting.
1: Who also did
0: Cobra? Oh Cobra and Rambo, First Blood Part Two. So all the classics.
2: <laughs>
0: what the fuck? <laughs>
2: but anyway, yeah. Uh, so this is only his the second movie that he had directed and written. Oh, shit! His first movie is a movie called Beyond the Black Rainbow. Yeah, which
0: is also like a trippy ass movie.
2: I have not seen that movie. I'm I am going to watch it. it. I've read a little bit about it and watched the trailers, a, a couple trailers for it. And then I also am going to figure out which episode, uh, because apparently he wrote and directed an episode on Guillermo del Toro's Cabinet of Curiosities. That makes so much sense. Which I still have only watched two episodes of that because I'm not an anthologies person. I am an anthologies
1: person. I I watched the first episode of it.
2: I
0: want to say that these guys are Greek Because that is a super Greek name Yeah Oh no Italian
1: Italian, okay
0: Yeah George was born His dad was born in
2: 1941
0: In Florence, Tuscany, Italy
1: mm.
2: He directed episode 7 of Cabinets, of, Cabinets and Curiosities uh, It is titled The Viewing and it has Peter Weller, okay. Steve Ag, Eric Andre, Sofia Boutelli. Oh, I'm going to watch this fucking episode. What the episode. fuck? Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch this episode, though. It's got Robocop and Eric Andre. I'm in. Yeah. I need to just finish this because the third episode is written by David S. Goyer. Yeah, I wanted to watch this anyway.
1: I watched the first episode and what, I liked is it. it. On? Netflix, Netflix. It's on Netflix.
0: Um, but yeah, so like, I don't know the the plot. The plot is where we start getting into like the theory shit. So like yeah. we've covered like the directing and the the cinematography, the acting, and everything, right? Yeah. Um, effects were fine. It was all mostly uh, practical effects. Uh, they looked good um especially with the dark lighting you can get away with a lot yeah um but the plot there's a certain vagueness of two parts uh first that nick cage gets stabbed by like a 14 inch knife and left for dead and then he completely ignores that he has the injury for the rest of the movie yeah uh, so like did he die, and this is a fantasy that he has uh um, could be, could be, could be then, further down the line, after he kills the the two bikers in the trailer slash auto shop, whatever the fuck that was, uh he takes the the brown acid, the gray acid, yeah, <laughs> uh. <laughs> And, uh, the rest of the movie is weirder than it has been already. Yeah. Is he, ac- is that, did that actually happen? Or at least did it happen the way that he, you see it through his eyes? Yeah. Right?
1: And even the biker, like one of the bikers is like, you know, she is still burning.
0: Yeah. Is he in hell? Yeah. Like, did he die? Did he go to hell? What is what the fuck is happening? Yeah, were they already in hell? Like, also, like the end where it show it pans up and you see this other landscape that is not Earth. So, previously, it tells you that it's 1983, which
1: is an Earth year.
0: Uh, Reagan is on the radio talking about like pornography, mm-hmm. like. It's Earth, right? Probably it seems like it's Earth.
2: Yeah. Or so it could be like an alternate history. Yeah, so there's not there isn't anything else though. There's so like after after Reagan uh after you hear Reagan's like American pornography speech thing uh which is an actual which was an actual radio yeah uh, dist- distributed talk piece. Um after that there isn't anything else though to necessarily lead you to believe so the first time i watched it i was like what the fuck real Why bands did you real bands on the t-shirts well okay so real bands on the t-shirts uh the music and like some of like the r- random like some of the stuff that we we have right like in tv yeah. set and commercials and like stuff like that um but uh, There's no, there is no real explanation after that as far as, like, where they're at. Because yeah. he's, the America thing, okay, you're like, well, they're in America, and then, like, shit progresses and it just continues to get weirder. Yeah. Right? So then, like, is that, is that an actual thing he was hearing? And then, could it just be there also, like, if they were on another planet? Like... Is it just like a piece of history that they've taken with them? And is it 1983 on earth or is it 1983? On this other planet, on this other planet. Yeah. Like you
0: don't know what the fuck is going on. Like it's super vague about that stuff. Like you don't know if he's still alive. You don't know if he's just tripping balls. The end of the movie, you don't know if they're actually on earth or not. Like all this stuff just is like completely, kind of glossed over it's just like hey this is this is what you see you take take it take it how you will yeah which is interesting
2: yeah Yeah. and then there's the weird there's the weird bee thing the wasp Mm -hmm. that seems otherworldly and then the way that she draws some of the creatures and stuff like that. They don't look like creatures. That like some of the creatures don't look like they would be of Earth. Yeah. Um. But they but could I mean, just be like demonic interpretations, or of just like fantasy stuff, or yeah, yeah fantasy stuff. Because she's reading novels, right? Yeah. Um. So then that 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 too, right? Like, it, and then he sees her at the end. So like, maybe they were already in hell. Yeah. Or the, like. Yeah. Yeah. You don't like it. There's a lot going
0: on that's that could be interpreted in multiple different ways yeah and i i think that's one of the other reasons that i like it because you're just like you can think about this movie because like on the surface it's gory revenge porn in a 70s psychedelic movie uh filter but yep if you like actually watch it there's, like, this weirdness that runs through the whole movie that can be examined and reinterpreted and yeah. just, like, thought about. There's also, like, the Jesus stuff. Like, they crown of thorns him. They stabbed him in the left side. They put yeah. a nail through his hand. Like, they did. They, they fucking Jesused him. Yeah. And he goes and fucking kills them all. Like, what the fuck is that about? Yep. <laughs> like, is he like Jesus the Avenger? Red, Red Jesus? Like, what the fuck? You don't Red know. Red Jesus.
1: Yeah. Red Jesus. You, yeah. You nailed it.
0: You nailed yeah. It. So, like, there's all this stuff in this movie that's fucking like, and like, he tells Jeremiah that he's his God now before he kills him. There's, there's a lot of like, stuff that you can just think about after you finish watching this movie and i really enjoy that yeah like i don't want everything to be i don't want every movie to be like that right no i want some stuff to be concrete and like this is what the ending is yeah but sometimes you just gotta have like a what what the fuck and not like a (laughs) dumb twist this is like the whole time everything is kind of vague yeah and building and And, and it builds into that just like reveal of like the skyline and you're just like
2: yeah huh (laughs) yeah so it yeah you know being being on my second watch for this movie uh was very interesting because i the entire time i was like paying attention to the sky like every shot we got some sky i was like let me let me see let me see that fucking a little more a little yeah. fucking give me a little fucking more pan up more and i wouldn't do it and i was like that okay so those, those those skyline shots are intentional yeah to to and you get a little bit more of the sky each shot which i thought was interesting too like throughout the movie because the first one is very uh very like cloudy there's yeah. you know, a lot of overcast or when he's like doing the lumberjack thing in, in the beginning yeah. of the movie. And, uh, so then as it progresses, like each, each shot where you get some sky, you get like a little bit more sky, but it's, there's always something in the way or there's not enough or there's too much overcast or whatever it is. Yeah. You can't really tell what's fucking beyond the sky. So then you get to the end and I was still like, what the fuck? <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, this movie is nuts. I I enjoyed it. I really, really did. And there, like you said, there's so much shit. You can just, the more you dive into this movie, the more shit you discover. Yeah,
2: yeah. I I, I think I actually ended up with more questions my second watch than, than the, the first, first time. watch because the first time I was just like, oh, okay, they're on another planet and shit's crazy there. And then watching it this time, I was like, the America thing came on the radio, and I was like, fucking America, where? And then it just kept getting weirder, and I was like, okay, okay, I don't I don't know where we're at. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I
1: don't know what's happening.
2: It's okay to break storytelling rules, as long as it's for a reason, and I feel like you had all the reason in the world to break them on this. Right? Yeah, I don't know. I like to think, like, for my headcanon, I guess, like, I do like to think that this the movie actually does take place on a different planet for some sort of maybe alternate timeline or like, maybe it's just like that planet is stuck in 1983. (laughs) Like where they're at, like they got there in maybe the like eighties or whatever, and they lost track of time or something. I don't know, but I like the idea of like watching the whole movie and then discovering at the end that they were on another planet. And that's why certain things like, law enforcement was never anywhere or like, you know, shit was just weird because shit was weird because they're like fucking thousands of millions of miles away from home. Like, yeah, sure. Well, I also kind of like the idea of them maybe being in hell the whole time. Like, I think they're in hell. That's what I'm going with. Like, you die in hell, you go down another level. We're halfway or he's tripping balls for the last act or it does kind of remember it does kind of remind me of the purgatory and supernatural yeah so I don't know
0: he's in hell okay well we've tried to think of how to describe what we think about this movie Uh it's wild it's real red yeah and purple and blue and yep do we want to go down to the corner
1: do I we go down down dare?
2: The corner? Do you dare? Do we dare? Do you dare go down to the corner? I do dare, Dave. Do you? I double dog dare, Dave. Okay.
1: Well, let's do it then. I'd have a fun exit to that bit. I just had alliterations. It's good. Uh this is Dave's Trivia Corner.
2: Dave's Trivia Corner!
1: Where the point of this corner is for you to say. <laughs> oh, Whoa! Jesus Christ Alright, I got some hot trivia Hot, hot trivia Russell killed himself Uh, In a 2018 UK Guardian interview Nicolas Cage described his performance Performance as inspiration Only just before shooting started His 14 year marriage to Alice Kim Cage Came to a sudden end which was a, this is a quote, a shocker for me, didn't see it coming, and those feelings had to go somewhere, so they went into this performance. Okay. That tracks. Yeah. That's that, neat. Yeah, very much tracks. um Actor Richard Brake, who plays the chemist, revealed on Twitter in December 2018 that in an early draft of the script, the caged Bengal tiger Lizzie was a lizard. Break, uh recounted that when he arrived on set, director Panos uh, Cosmatos said, oh, by the way, Lizzie's a tiger now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> thought that was fun. Um, the weapon forged by Red was inspired by legendary metal band Celtic Frost's logo. I said that earlier. Gotcha. Uh, The book Mandy reads early on during the film, Seeker of the Serpent's Kiss, is a prop, a fake book. It is actually the name of the musical composition playing during that scene and is by the film's composer, Johan Johansson.
2: That's fucking awesome. Isn't that
1: awesome?
0: I feel like that's also the last movie that he did Before passing away The
1: movie is dedicated to the memory of composer Johan Johansson From 1969 to 2018 Okay Okay. Thank you, that was a good segue Uh, The film's opening song Starless by King Crimson Originally appeared on their 1974 album Red Which is also the name of
2: Nicolas Cage's character Nate. And the song is named Starless, and there are no stars in that sky. Yep. Till the end.
1: Uh, the Cheddar Goblin commercial was directed by Casper Kelly, who directed the adult swim short, Too Many Cooks.
0: Okay, <laughs> thank you.
1: <laughs> All right. Thank you. When awesome. you said that earlier, I'm like, I'm going to wait. All right. That's super neat. Too many cooks. We'll Too the many cooks. All right. The song Jeremiah Sand plays in the scene where he tries to seduce Mandy is called Amulet of the Weeping Maze. Yep. And was actually released in real life on the music site Bandcamp, becoming a bestseller on the site shortly after the film came out. Also on the single is a 17-minute track in the style of an interview called My Journey, which details Sand's life and his views on the world and God. How what about no?
2: Fuck? I'm not to listen.
1: Ugh. <laughs> uh, Mandy says in one scene that she and Red live near Crystal Lake. This lake is where Jason Voorhees killed his victims in the horror saga Friday the 13th, especially Friday the 13th Part 2. Yep. Because Jason was not in Part 1. Yep. Well, he was for like 30 seconds at the end. But... Which was shot after. Fun fact, that's not the right movie we're talking about. <laughs> uh, <So> neat <laughs> Thanks uh, The movie Red and Mandy are watching on TV While eating dinner is Night Beast From 1982 Written and directed by ultra low budget slockmaster Don Doler. Night Beast And your boy Dave Tried to watch it But I didn't I didn't want to spend six bucks to watch it But it is on you. Amazon right But it's on Amazon Prime Okay um a few
0: more. Sounds like a bang Camaro song. It does. <laughs> Night Beast! It
1: probably was. Night <laughs> Beast. Got a couple more. Uh towards the end of the film, Red tells the cult leader that the psychotic uh drowns. Where the mystic swims. This is a variation of a quote by uh, mythologist Joseph Campbell. The psychotic drowns in the same waters and the same mystic swims with delight. Uh, Joseph Campbell, Psychology of the Future, Lessons for Modern Consciousness Research. It means that there is a fine line between psychosis and spirituality.
2: Hmm. Yup. I like it. That's neat. Um, Two more
1: During an interview with GQ magazine Nicolas Cage disclosed that when uh, Panos uh, Cosmatos first approached him to be in the film he wanted him to play the role of the cult leader Jeremiah Sand but Cage said he wanted to play Red instead Panos told him that Told him this was a story about old age versus youth, and he didn't think he was right to play red. No agreements were made, were able to be made. A year later, uh, through Elijah Wood, they met again to talk about the film, and this time they explored more in detail the themes and love and loss of love within the film, and they discussed those same themes within their personal lives. And by this time, everything just click and Panos then felt totally confident in Cage playing Red.
2: Yeah. Also, Elijah Wood is a producer of this movie. Yes. Yep. He also
1: produced The Greasy
2: Strangler. I did not know that. Yep. That is another neat fact brought to you by Dave. You're welcome. Um,
1: one more. When Red is being held captive by the biker gang, his number 44 shirt gets cut slash torn. He mentions... It's my favorite shirt. It's my favorite shirt. Uh, later in the movie, Red has a flashback to the first time he meets Mandy yes. where he's wearing the same shirt. Yes. Aw. That's sweet. Isn't that sweet? Uh, this is Ben Dave's Trivia Corner. Dave's Trivia Corner. Oh, neat!
2: It's a little more like the Joker, but all right. Yeah. <sighs> all Perry right. I also could like cut the other one. I did and just put it at the put end. it there, <laughs> or put Nicolas Cage there. Uh, <laughs> so, you guys ready to rate this?
0: Let's I'd rate, rate it. it. I'm gonna give this movie an eight point seven five. I think it's really interesting. And it's good. And it's pretty well done. Especially for the budget that they had. But it's not the best movie ever. And it's not like approaching the best movie ever. So I'm not going to give it a nine. Um, But it's really good. So. It's also like not. The parts of it are not in my. Like super enjoyment fanboy wheelhouse. So. It also doesn't get the boost from that. So that's why it's getting an 8.75. Russell?
2: Uh, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Um, I don't necessarily have any complaints about the movie. Uh, I do enjoy the movie. Even watching it a second time, I was still pretty enthralled. Um, I do think that the script is probably better than what they pulled off. Um. So I think it would be, it would have been interesting to see a higher budget behind this movie and, or maybe some more time. Cause if I remember correctly, I, f- I don't think they spent a lot of time filming it either. Um, I think it was done in like seven or eight months. Uh, but overall, uh, I enjoy the movie. Uh, I think it's, I think it's good for what it is. Um, There could have been some more depth, and honestly, I probably would rate it higher if it was less vague, even though I, too, enjoy how vague the movie is. Um, But it doesn't... It's hard to give... When there's there's this much vagueness in the movie, it's hard to kind of justify a lot of what happens in the movie. And yeah. like the direction of it. So um so I give it eight point five. Okay. I definitely would recommend it. I think it's worth watching for yeah, most people. For sure. So about you, Dave.
1: Yeah. I'm also gonna, gonna give it an eight point five. Uh this movie's wild. Um I do like that like just you know skin deep, it is a revenge movie. Yeah. Styled as like a like you said, like a seventies um psychedelic grindhouse psychedelic yeah movie. Um it's really weird. I love that like everything is up to interpretation. Yeah. I'd watch it again. Eight For sure. point five. All right. Well,
0: that's going to do it for this episode of DQP Does, where we talked about Mandy.
1: Yeah, uh, we did.
0: Next week, we are going to finish our month of Nick Cage with uh, the unbearable weight of massive talent. Oh, yeah. Um, haven't seen this yet. Neither have yeah, I. Me either. So I'm super looking forward to that. It looks completely wacky as well. Uh... You guys can find us on all social medias, uh, searching Draft Quarters Productions. Uh, you can also find us on Patreon, and please subscribe to our $1 tier. We will be putting out material, new material on that next month. New shit on the Patreon next month in February. That's already recorded, we it's, promise. Yes.
1: Is it? Yeah. Cool.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, so it will be coming out uh, shortly so find us on there drafty quarters productions donate a dollar get new stuff we're gonna start putting new stuff on there again Uh, thank you very much for listening thanks for coming out thank you bye you are a vicious snowflake